everyone, this is another edition of Ron and Nick's Rundown. Um, I'm here solo right now. Nick is not with me, but we are definitely dealing with a trying time in this country. I know this coronavirus is definitely putting people on edge, um, everybody in fear. We're definitely seeing around the news what's going on. Thousands of people testing positive, hundreds of people dying here in the United States and around the world for sure. You know, this is just a terrible time. And I know everyone's scared. I'm witnessing it right now. You know, people with gloves on in grocery stores and, you know, with masks on, you know, people are definitely paranoid. And, and of course, people are. I mean, you know, this thing is causing people to lose their jobs as well because people aren't going to be able to afford keeping them because all these businesses are getting ready to close very soon um, in many states. And, you know, I will say this as far as people in fear. Fear is the enemy is what I learned. You learn that in church. You learn that everywhere. Fear is the enemy. And, but also, we can't, you know, fear is the enemy. We can't allow this to defeat us, but we also have to be smart and we also have to be informed. And if you can, you all, please, please stay home. I know we definitely want to uh, go outside. I know it's hard, but guys, if you can, as much as you can, Please, please stay home. It will definitely help for sure. Um, I don't know how long this will last, um, but we like I said, we all need to just be there for one another, for you, for people that you love and people that you care for, man. Please, 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 please be there for one another. You know, and also uh, how this uh, virus is definitely taking things, the, the things we took for granted, uh, and a temporary halt. You know, this weekend I was uh, this week. You know, the NCAA tournament is not going on and that is obviously a big hit because that's one of my favorite times of year and i was ready to go to bars uh, go to bars i was ready to sit home and just watch basketball but unfortunately now that will not happen and you know it definitely the sports world is definitely taking a huge hit we're getting athletes you know athletes coaches that are getting tested positive for this coronavirus you know coach sean payton uh from the the head coach of the saints uh rudy gobert obviously and donovan mitchell and marcus smart all these guys right now, and you know, Kevin Durant, all these, everybody, you know, nobody is uh, immune to it. You know, actors, Idris Elba, Tom Hanks, you know, we all have to take this virus seriously and we need to take the steps for us to keep ourselves safe. And, you know, man, make sure to call your people, text your people, just make sure that everybody's okay. Cause you, you know, it's very tough. These cases all over the country, it's just devastating. Um, but again, I'll say this before I get to the topic, you know, some of these topics that's going on in the sports world, well, primarily the NFL free agency, obviously, but everyone, please, 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 please stay safe, be there for one another, do not tear each other apart, and please, everyone, if you can, please stay home. Okay, let's talk to the NFL free agency. All right, everyone, let's talk about this NFL free agency. And it's amazing how much the NFL has changed since the CBA was passed on Sunday, including Tom Brady after 20 years with the Patriots. What an amazing run with the Patriots. Six Super Bowls and nine appearances, 30 playoff wins, 219 regular season wins, 
you know, 249 wins total, most in the NFL, and he will be heading to Tampa Bay Bucks. I never thought I'd see the day Tom Brady would leave New England, but you can't blame Tom Brady whatsoever, especially once the Patriots had no chance getting DeAndre Hopkins in a trade or Stephon Diggs in a trade. Once he they knew, once he knew that he wasn't going to have any weapons, I mean that was a big issue heading towards last year, heading towards last season. You know he had no weapons whatsoever in New England. It was not going to work any longer. And you know of course his last pass and with the Patriots was an interception that was tipped from Sanu and with former teammate Logan Ryan from the Titans hanging to the end zone for a pick six that eliminated the Patriots and Titans moved on to the AFC divisional round. And of course, this was, that's when Tom Brady had it. I mean, he it was time for him to leave. I know he was ready to leave Belichick. You know, now you have solid receivers, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, both with 1,100 receiving yards each with 1,100 receiving yards last season. And this was a smart move. It was the it was definitely a smart move to make for Tom Brady, especially staying East Coast with his family. And as for the Bucks, I mean, come on. You're not going to <laughs> sign back Winston. Of course, you got to sign Tom Brady. He's one of the greatest, if not the greatest quarterback in the history in the NFL. Period. Period. I mean, you, you're not going. I mean, this is definitely a huge move. Tampa Bay, a huge boot for them, even for at least two years. I don't know if Tom Brady's gonna play out of his contract. You know, two years, fifty million dollars, all guaranteed, and it prevent the deal prevents him from being tagged or traded. So it does so we don't know after these two years if he wants to play more. His goal is definitely to play until he's forty-five years old. He will turn forty-three in August. You know, and plus the great thing is both we get to see both him and Drew Brees each side each who signed two years, fifty million dollars will play against one another at least four times in the next two years um that's going to be a, an incredible thing to watch the saints are obviously still the favorites in nfc south in my opinion but this definitely adds a whole new dynamic in nfc south i'm definitely looking forward to it and i cannot wait to see what happens uh with the bucks um i think the bucks still have some work to do but i think for tom brady this is a great opportunity for him hopefully it's often that the offensive lineman will get better because that was what was big for Tom Brady for so long because he had great online protection. But we will see. Um, definitely looking forward to see what happens with Tom Brady and hopefully Bruce Arians. You know, he's worked with all the quarterbacks before, Carson Palmer and Kurt Warner. But this one is definitely going to be much bigger pressure. And plus the Super Bowl, next season Super Bowl, is in Tampa Bay. Um, <laughs> so the pressure's on. There will be no room for error for this team. And I'm definitely looking forward to see what happens with them and looking forward to seeing them against the Saints next few uh <laughs> next couple of seasons so let's stick with the nfc south shall we let's talk about the panthers how they completely poorly handled this cam newton situation yes they said that cam newton is allowed to seek a trade um at this point nobody is going to want to trade for cam newton they carolina's having a hard time trying to find a trade partner at this point they're gonna have to release cam newton they will still save 19.1 million getting rid of him well if w once they get rid of him but I will say this uh, for sure. Cam Newton, like I said, 16, game, 16 games he's missed last, uh, you know, 2018. He missed last two games with shoulder uh, surgery. And also 14 games in 2019 season with a foot injury. And you can't blame these teams. I mean, you're not going to give up anything without knowing if Cam Newton is healthy and ready to go. So the best thing for Carolina to do right now 
is released the former 2015 MVP, excuse me, not former, the 2015 MVP, and definitely uh, let him go ahead and find himself a new team. Let him do it on his own. Uh, but the Panthers have definitely handled this situation poorly. Uh, yes, they did sign Teddy Bridgewater to a three-year, $63 million extension. Some reports said $33 million guaranteed. Some say 40 But, man, Teddy Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey um, get ready to have some uh, – <laughs> get plenty of rest because you're definitely going to be taking lots of hits for this team coming up in the 2020 season. These guys will definitely be predicted last. There's no way I see Carolina doing well. There's going to be a lot of growing pains in Carolina. I'm just warning you all now, prepare for a losing season. In Charlotte, you're going to see some, some bad football. <laughs> Unless it's Chris McCaffrey scoring touchdowns, you're going to see some bad football here. And yes, Tate Bridgewater, 5-0 last year as a starting quarterback with starting QB with the Saints when Drew Brees went down with a thumb injury. He was 22-12 and in his career as a starter. But right now, the Carolina Panthers, it's not looking good. Um, I don't know exactly what's going to happen with Cam, but at this point, Carolina, I definitely expect them to release him, and it's it's absolutely insane, you know, after 2015 winning MVP, things have definitely went downhill for Carolina, they only made it to the playoffs once since losing that the Super Bowl to the Broncos in Super Bowl 50 a few years ago, so yes, Cam Noonan, definitely, uh, it definitely is, is insane that he cannot find a team right now. But somebody will sign him soon. I can definitely promise you that. And hopefully he will definitely prove naysayers wrong and he can still play well. He's only 31 years old. So he is definitely going to be back. And I hope he plays well. And depending who he signs with, um, somebody will definitely be fortunate to have him. Let's talk about a couple of running backs who were drafted from the 2015 NFL Draft who now have new homes, which is absolutely insane. We definitely will start with Todd Gurley signing a one-year deal with the Atlanta Falcons, yes, he goes back to Georgia where he went to school with Georgia Bulldogs, but this time in the pros, um, I definitely think it's definitely not a bad move as long as he is healthy. We know his knee, we, he had some issues with his knee um, since the 2018 season. Um, definitely uh, last year, we did not see that same explosiveness from Todd Gurley uh, that we saw from years past. But in five seasons, the man has had 70 total touchdowns from behind the line of scrimmage he also had 5,404 rushing yards okay if Ty Gurley is healthy with Julio Jones Matt Ryan Calvin Ridley and yes Hayden Hurst the new uh tight end they required from the Ravens I personally think the Falcons could be a good offensive group but honestly uh the Falcons heading to some pretty good momentum you know starting the season one and seven last year and then finish the season Six and two, and including four straight wins. Um, you know, the, the Falcons will definitely be looked at <laughs> as the dark horse in NFC South. I mean, they're the only ones that you would consider in NFC South a dark horse, not the Carolina Panthers at this point. But I definitely think that uh, they'll they'll be fine. I think the Falcons, at least offensively, um, as long as Todd Gurley is healthy, will definitely be a huge spark um, for this team. And I hope, you know, for Todd Gurley's sake, I hope his knee is well, and it's definitely unfortunate for him that he is now no longer with the Rams but this could be a good new beginning for him and hopefully like I said he will he'll be just fine in Atlanta just as long as he's healthy now Alice for Melvin Gordon honestly don't have no sympathy far as him losing millions of dollars Chargers offered him 10 million a year he turned it down <laughs> he bet on himself and failed 
is what happened uh, throughout the season. Um, he definitely uh, <laughs> had, uh, you know, below four yards per carry. He rushed for 612 yards with the charge, excuse me, with the Chargers uh, this past season, and total of nine touchdowns in 12 games after missing the first four games and trying to hold out to get more money. But now Melvin Gordon will be with the Broncos two years, 16 million dollars, including 13 half million guaranteed. Uh, him and Philip Lindsay, I'd actually think that's a great, great running back combo there. Uh, definitely will help the uh, Broncos running game for sure. I think they'll definitely be a team that uh, that that definitely will take some pressure off Drew Locke. I think both of them will be great. Um, but like I said, Melvin Gordon, you know, these next two years, we'll see how well he plays. And like I said, uh, with the Chargers, he definitely had a good thing going with the Chargers once the Chargers decided to, to stick with Austin Eckler for four years, $24 million. Uh, that would pretty much signal the end of Melvin Gordon's era with the Chargers. But you know what? He brought that on himself. He now plays for a team uh, right now that I don't think is any better than the Chargers. He with Tyrod Taylor as a starting quarterback. So, yeah, I think personally, I think this is a downgrade <laughs> for Melvin Gordon because, you know, he's not going to get as many carries um, because, you know, Phil Lindsay is definitely uh, a very good running back. But like I said, this definitely helps the Broncos um, offensively, but I don't know how much of an impact it will be. So it's just crazy to see both these running backs in new teams now. And I, I just can't believe it personally. I mean, these once upon a time, you would draft these guys on your fantasy team. And once upon a time, they were considered one of the best elite running backs in the NFL. But now, we're going to see next year if both these guys still have it. Right, now a couple of moves this week uh with the wide receivers uh definitely for sure i think the most uh foolish one of them all definitely the houston texans trading deandre hopkins to the cardinals along with a fourth round pick <laughs> to the cardinals for david johnson a second round pick and a 2001 fourth round pick how first of all the fact that deandre hopkins your best player probably pretty much your best player on the team and you trade probably, probably one of the best players, one of the best receivers in the league, if not the best, and you get rid of him because, obviously, Houston had no top 50 picks from for 2020 and 2021 seasons. Obviously, they need draft picks. They get more players on their roster, especially offensive linemen because Deshaun Watson definitely took a beating. But to do that, you sacrifice your best player on the roster over some silliness about Aaron Hernandez and Baby Mamas and all this stuff. It's crazy. And not only that, you didn't even get a first-round pick. How do you <clears> – <throat> I'm all right, y'all. How do you get a first-round pick? How do you not get a first-round pick? How do you not get a first-round pick for DeAndre Hopkins? It's just asinine to me. It's it's really ridiculous how Bill O'Brien, yes, the coach and GM makes these decisions. That's why coaches don't need to be GMs. They don't need to because of stupid decisions like this. And this will come back. To haunt the Texans. I know Kenny, you know Kenny Stills and Will Fuller, uh, two good receivers, but they're damn sure not DeAndre Hopkins. I can tell you that now. And David Johnson, who can't even stay healthy, he can't stay on the field. Ever since the 2016 Pro Bowl, he has just not been playing well. He's not the same guy. He's had injuries and injuries, and he's just not the same running back. He's not. And I don't understand what what 
reason the Texans would even make this attempt. Yes, um, Carlos Hyde is definitely going to be a free agent. You have two running backs, including Carlos Hyde, that are getting re- that are getting ready to be free agents on the market. Yes, they need to run it back, but this is just a desperate, desperate move for the Texans t- to make this decision. I can't believe Bill O'Brien did it. Um, I thought it was definitely the worst move that I've seen offseason in the NFL in quite some time. Uh, congrats to uh, Colin Murray. He now has a great receiver on his squad <laughs> for his second year in the NFL. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I'm praying for you. I'm definitely praying for you big time. Um, another one um, for me, another deal, was Stephon Diggs, who was traded this week to the Bills. And I mean, now as far as uh, Stephon Diggs and the, and the Vikings, this was definitely a long time coming. I don't think he, he was going to stay another year. A lot of people for the Vikings are leaving as well. Everson Griffin now gone. But yeah, Vikings trading Stephon Diggs and a, and a 2020 seven-round pick to the Bills for a 2020 first-round pick. A first-round pick for Stephon Diggs. I don't know if I would have given up a first-round pick for Diggs, but that's just me. A fifth-round pick, a sixth-round pick, and a 2021 fourth-round pick. And I'll say this uh, for the for Stephon Diggs. If you thought Kirk Cousins was a problem, I mean, Kirk Cousins picked it up late in the year. If you thought Kirk Cousins was a problem, Josh Allen will be a much bigger problem. You're not going to get as many touches. You're probably not going to get as many touchdowns as you think. Josh Allen definitely is a little bit more reckless to me on the field. Um, I don't think that Stephon Diggs is going to really enjoy um <laughs> his time in buffalo either at some point he's definitely going to want to get out of there himself uh but as for the vikings vikings will be fine you know adam thielen you got you got enough weapons there you got Dalvin cook you got enough pieces there uh stefan diggs i don't think would be a huge loss but uh as far as uh diggs with the bills i don't think his numbers are going to get any better over there in buffalo but good luck to him um at least he's finally out of minnesota um but yeah but josh allen he definitely will critique him a lot more so definitely uh um, get ready for that one <laughs> in Buffalo. Um, as for the Cowboys, five years, $100 million deal, five-year, $100 million deal for Mari Cooper. It was once reported as $60 million guaranteed, but it was actually going to be $40 million guaranteed. This was a no-brainer. Obviously, you got to keep your best receiver um, somehow, and they definitely did that. But for the Cowboys, the biggest story is now Dak Prescott. They have to pay Dak Prescott to stay. I mean, I'm sorry. They have to get him to stay. Um, right now, he wants a five-year deal. I know uh, a much longer deal. A five-year deal. Cowboys want a four-year deal. There's a lot of figures being thrown around. Thirty-three million a year. Um, you know, a little bit more. Thirty-three or thirty-five million a year. It is insane. Uh, the Cowboys have to make a big decision here. They have an exclusive franchise tag for him, meaning no other team can sign him. So yes, the Cowboys have a lot of decisions to make in that regard. And uh, <laughs> like I said, good luck to Jerry Jones. I mean, they've paid Ezekiel Elliott a ton. So let's see where this leads for the Dallas Cowboys. All right, let's talk about a couple more deals before I uh, get about it here. Let's talk about Phillip Rivers' one-year, $25 million deal with the Colts. And I will say this for the 37-year-old uh, Phillip Rivers. Obviously, this is definitely one year to prove himself for sure. He replaces Jacoby Brissett uh, with the you know the Colts starting the season 5-2. and two, But Brissett, you know, he had... Issues with his knee and his accuracy wasn't very good. He only completed over 60% of his passes. Uh, the Colts ended up losing seven of the last nine games in the 2019 season. They did not make it to the playoffs, which caused the Colts to definitely decide they have to make a decision um, pretty soon. Um, and, you know, Phillip Rivers for a year. And let's be honest, Phillip Rivers didn't have a great year last year himself. He had 23 touchdown passes and 20 interceptions. 
but he will have a much better offensive line. An offensive line that started all 16 games last season uh, with the Colts. The Chargers' offensive line, which is absolutely terrible. But Philip Rivers, this is definitely no room for error. He, he has the running game now. He definitely has an offensive line. He has a good group of offensive players. This should be, he should have a far, far better season um, than he did in the 2019 season. And I expect Philip Rivers to have a far better season. Hopefully, you know, with Indianapolis is one year, um, he'll definitely be back and uh, play well. <laughs> it, it, you know, he'll be back with Indy for at least one more year just, and play well. So that'll be interesting. Obviously, the favorite in that division will definitely be the Titans for sure. Um, but, you know, it's going to be interesting um, with the Colts. I think Philip, like I said, Philip Rivers will definitely play a lot better. Now, let's go to my final story. Uh, Darius Slay. I can't believe the Lions. Lions traded Darius Slay to the Eagles for a third and a fifth round pick. <laughs> I can't believe that's the best they decided to do, but Detroit was, had to go ahead and get rid of him for sure. And then, yeah, good luck with the um, Lions' uh, Desmond Trufant. <laughs> that's definitely not a great replacement there. Yes, a three-time Pro Bowl, though, Darius Slay. He told the uh, Detroit Free Press about Matt Patricia. Him and Matt Patricia in 2018, since uh, he arrived in 2018, those two have not gone along well at all. In 2018, he says to the Detroit Free, Free Press, he told me in front of the whole team in a team meeting room, showed clips of me in practice getting a ball caught on me or so in practice. I posted a picture of a wide receiver on social media, and he told me stop sucking this man's private. So I'm like, whoa. I'm like, hold up. Where I'm from, that don't fly because I wouldn't say that to him. I wouldn't say that to him to stop you, though, that what to Bill Belichick. I wouldn't do that. That's just not me as a man. That's disrespectful to me. And so from there on, it was done with. L listen, I'm going to just tell you this right now. I know coaches are trying to motivate their guys, but man, there's, there's just some lines you just don't cross. And I felt like Matt Patricia just crossed that line. You can't do that. Just don't do that. And, you know, I don't blame Darius Slade whatsoever. If you're uncomfortable with a coach, and especially calling calling him out in front of everybody, I have no issue with that. I have absolutely no issue with that whatsoever. Good for him for getting out of Detroit and heading to Philly. Um, <laughs> and I think Philly badly needed some secondary help. Their secondary was awful. And, you know, the per perimeter receivers allowed at least, you know, well, excuse me. Uh, let me say that right. The Eagles cornerbacks allowed 10 30-yard or more, excuse me, yeah, 10 touchdowns with 30 yards or more against perimeter receivers. That was definitely not, definitely something that the Eagles have got to fix. And definitely, they have Eagles down with him. They have Jalen Mills back. Um, they're definitely going to be, uh, I will say, that's definitely a huge help for the Eagles, in the, in his, which was a huge need. For this team, a huge need for Philly. But as far as the Lions are concerned, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a big loss there, losing Slay. But yeah, you know, Trufant will definitely not be a huge help for them. But all right, one, uh, let me go ahead and get out of here. Uh, de definitely, thank you all for listening to Ron Nick's rundown. And like I said, people, like I say, fear is the enemy. Be smart, be educated, be informed, especially be informed. And if you have to, please, please stay home. Please stay home. Um, thank you all for listening again. And can't wait for you all to listen to it next time.